the KCLR All-Ireland semi-final preview show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop. Yes, and that's where we are, Brogan's Yard, and it is a beautiful sunny evening here in the Marble City on this Friday. The eve, I suppose, of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Finals, of course, Limerick and Galway tomorrow in Croke Park with a 6 o'clock show-in and Kilkenny and Clare, the one we will feature on tonight here in Brogan's at 4pm on Sunday. Don't forget, this Sunday we'll have a full commentary with a two-time All-Ireland winner, Michael Walsh, on analysis with myself live from Croke Park, and just before that, our match coverage will begin at 3.30 with eight-time All-Ireland winner, Aidan Fogarty, and he'll be giving his thoughts at halftime also, and also after the game on a roundup wrapping up in around 6pm, with thanks to Jerry Comerford, Drilling Limited. But we have a lot of guests lined up for tonight here on the show, but just... Uh to refresh our minds, I said, Kilkenny and Clare, they will do clash in the penultimate round of this All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship. In 2022, of course, Kilkenny were 226 to 20 points victors over Clare. And, of course, an injury to John Conlon hampered Clare significantly, but Brian Lone's team will be intent on demonstrating their ability at Croke Park this Sunday afternoon. The emphatic quarter final win over Dublin prompted by Tony Kelly and Mark Rogers' crisp finishing ensured Clare entered into the last four. Very, very hard indeed. Now for Kilkenny, though... Similarity, optimistic, especially following the ultra-dramatic Leinster showpiece triumph over Galway. Derek Ling's team led eight, uh, by eight before Galway launched the comeback mission, then uh, Kilkenny trailed by two. But Killian Buckley, he scored a goal that a lot of Kilkenny people will remember and probably one of the best Leinster final celebrations in quite a long time in what was an absorbing game uh, that afternoon. So, quietly but effectively, Leinster claimed a fourth provincial title in a row, now Kilkenny want to capture national silverware. Well, I'm trying to say we're joined on stage tonight by two men we dealt with during the year, and they did their stuff for Kilkenny as well. That's Mark Dowling and Niall Bergen, and Mark is Kilkenny under-20 manager. They were eliminated from Leinster Championship at the semi-final stage uh, this year, a defeat to Wexford at UPMC in Olin Park, but he was the last manager to win the county championship with a team other than Ballyhale Shamrocks. He led Dixborough to success in 2017 when they defeated James Stevens in the final. So I hope he's as good now tonight as the intro, because uh, Robbie Dowling and is a good man at all these intros as well. And of course, we have Niall Bergen here, Niall Kikenny, minor manager. Uh, they got a good enough run in Leinster this year, lost out eventually to Galway, who were fancy to go on all the way, but had good wins along the way. Uh, against the reigning champions awfully then they lost the All-Ireland semi-final to Clare in Turles but uh, they were a little bit hard done by people felt on that occasion but uh, Niall uh, led Danes 4 to the Intermediate County title in 2022 and made a return to the senior grade lads are very very welcome those intros now are Robbie Dowling he's doing really well he was quiet when he came to Casey Lord first but uh, on this All-Ireland weekend uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's right up there so good man Robbie uh, quick word huge weekend before I do bring in the lads yeah very big weekend Brendan um, with the camogie as well of course yeah, half past a, one Massive, Sunday, yeah, Kenny yeah, Cork in the quarter final, and then you've got the All Ireland semi final. So a huge weekend, and uh, I think this is what we live for around these parts. Yeah, okay. What's your good feeling, Robbie? I think that Kenny will get the better of Clare. I can't think back on the time uh, in my lifetime anywhere where uh, Clare have kind of shown up on the biggest day, especially against Kilkenny. I think Kilkenny have a strong record against them in Championship Hurling. So I think. Kilkenny are a brilliant team at stopping the opposition and I think if they do something like that which they did last year in the semi-final I think we could see a similar result OK, what about tomorrow? Galway and Limerick to give Galway any chance? Kilkenny? Yeah, I think it'll be a tight game it was a really tight game last year um, again, you'd have to fancy Limerick uh, a lot of people would um, 
it's, it's going to be a tight one. I don't think Limerick are overpowering anybody this year. We've seen that in the Munster round robin. So I think it'll be two tight games this weekend. I don't think it'll be as heavy a victory for Kilkenny this weekend as it was last year. Um, but I do think eventually it'll be the same winner. So I think it'll be a Limerick-Kilkenny okay. final. You're the youngest man here tonight. and just let you know just that about. players' only championship success in eight previous matches against Kilkenny happened back in 1997. Were you born, Robbie? No. Good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 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 Eddie Hughes isn't even feeling old here. Uh, anyway, Mark Dowley. Mark, huge weekend. Hopefully they'll get two big crowds. I think um, tomorrow's match, the Galway Limerick match, is, a, is expected to be a bigger crowd than Sunday's. But with the Camogie on, it, it might drag up a few more, you'd hope, for, for the girls' sake as well. Um, yeah, look, I think Kilkenny are going in with, with um, in, a, in a good place in the sense that I, I think there's a lot more in them yet. And yet they're going in on the back of a, a successful Leinster campaign, you know. So I think... Uh, that's something to be hopeful for, and you know, Clare. Look, my own opinion. I think they're a bit of an unknown. Like I think they they seem to perform really well in Munster, but I think uh, there's question marks as to how well they can carry that form into, you know, the bigger environs of Crow Park. Really, I think they thrive on the the tighter kind of more. In, what would you say more intense and close physical battles of Munster uh, provincial pitches like yeah I don't yeah. know if they're able to transfer that that kind of form over to um, Crow Park as easily and that if you went to a few injuries coming in as well I know they're saying everybody's okay but it doesn't help does it in a, in a build up yeah it doesn't help but I suppose look Conor Cleary I think uh, word was he was close enough to playing against Dublin so uh, I'm sure he is probably uh, back and, and I think he's very necessary there in that full back line to steady it up because I think they have looked a little vulnerable in the full back line, uh, as, and, and they're young there um, as well. And um, yeah, Conlon, look, I think I think the word was very clear after, uh, shortly after the, the last match, that he would be he would be okay for for two weeks later. And uh, yeah, I'm, I, from what I hear, Aidan McCarthy, that there might be some. Yeah, I know he's not named in the squad, but there might be some um, late changes to their to their panel that's named at 26. So. I'm just wondering, maybe is is he going to feature yet? Uh, you know, even it'll, as a as a sub. It'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, Niall, you're very welcome. Um, the Kilkenny team is named today as such, but um, some people feel it mightn't be the team that will start. But Derek won't be giving away any secrets anyway. But uh, it's probably close to the team that will start. It would feel, would you? I'd imagine so, Brendan. Yeah, Kilkenny don't really do dummy uh, no. teams, so to speak, or anything like that. Um, they name the team and get on with it. Um, it's great to see Adrian Mullen back. Uh, huge plus. A huge plus. Um, he's really needed, you know, if you're playing out in the middle of the field. He really and truly is worth four or five points in general play. And then, obviously, he contributes an awful lot as well. A big, strong, physical man who will be needed in the middle of the field, I think, with the likes of David Fitzgerald and those guys running, up th- running through the middle. Like, I think he will really, really will be needed. Could see Richie Reid back there as well. And uh, he'll strengthen the half-back line. And he'll uh, provide that platform, I think. I think he'll sit um, and obviously cover off that full forward line. I think Mark Rogers is looking particularly dangerous this year. Bit of an unknown quantity in ways, but it's, he's, Fitzgibbon Hurling has been excellent. And uh, I think the big space in Crow Park will suit the likes of Rogers and Shane O'Donnell and these lads. And um, it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I think Robbie touched on it there. I don't, I don't see it being a 12 point uh, winning margin for Kilkenny or anything like that. I think Clare, in many ways, are, I think, are still smart enough after last year's All Ireland semi final. And I think they've, they'll have learned an awful lot. From last year's semi-final um, as well, um, I think the the I think they're, they're a better panel than last year as well, and they've tried more players. I think they were caught last year when John Conlon uh, went down, went to, was injured and missed the game. They were caught quite a bit panel-wise, but I think they're in a better position this year. That said, Kilkenny subs made a huge impact in the Leinster final, and um, you know they have huge experience on the bench there as well to to call on um, if needs be as the game goes on. Yeah, I was just looking at the bench, and I was just about to say that uh, to Mark. Um, 
strength and depth is good and I mean Derek had to come in okay he hadn't a start all over again after Brian went he had a, a few lads there that were involved but he did blood a few lads in the league and in the Walsh Cup earlier on in the year and to be fair you take your look when you get it so how important and significant was the Leinster final win I mean to be heading in to, you'd have to go to back road quarter final then try and get to a semi-final but they got straight through they've had their four week break how significant was that win what, uh, from a positivity point of view yeah well look obviously it's, it's, it's always good to be going into a semi-final on the back of a win uh, keeps everything positive in training and everyone in good form and that so it makes it makes everything easier and um, yeah look I suppose getting the lads back as well from injury uh, and I didn't mention Richie Hogan there and I, I just you know I, I thought that was a standout uh, for me on the 26 because obviously with Richie's ability and experience to have him there um, if if needed you know I think it's great to just to have him have him available and um, and yeah, look, I suppose there is the, 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 there's Timmy and Billy there, and Billy Drennan and Timmy Clifford um, after coming into the into the 26, which is great. So you have that mixture of, of, of youth and experience in that. Um, but look, getting the four-week break from the, from the Leinster final is, is great, particularly with those injuries, you know, just to get things uh, steady and, and get the lads back in and get, get them training and back into the, into the mix of the 15, you know. Yeah. They always say, Niall, about great jewels in these big matches. You know, you'll always use a man, minor manager, you'll be, you'll be picking a fella to do a job on someone. Mikey Butler did a terrific job on Tony Kelly last year. The same is probably expected, you know, reading previews of the game during the week and all the websites and the papers and, you know, people saying it's going to have to be a blood and thunder performance from Kilkenny. Kenny, but the way I would look at it, and you lads know more about it than I do, like Kilkenny are really at home in Croke Park. The Shamrocks lads are at home in Croke Park. I mean, every second Sunday they play there. The advantage is coming out of Leinster, you're going back into Croke Park. They're well used to it, aren't they? And and, and um, th- that should be a little bit of a help. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Kilkenny have played. So you, you touched on it there. They won four Leinster finals in a row in yeah. Crow Park there over the last four years. Clare is their first out in Crow Park and Kilkenny need to take advantage of that big time. Um, they're well used to the big spaces um, and I, I'd imagine it won't be full, um, which is obviously clear. Mark touched on that as well. Used to the blood and thunder in maybe the Gaelic grounds or Cusick Park, tight environs and that. So um, that, that will stand to Kilkenny, I think, in a major way. Uh, massive duel, I'd imagine, between Mikey Butler and Tony Kelly ahead. You think Clare would have learned from last year and won't won't play Tony Kelly as close in to goal um, and move him out the field. But to be fair, I think Mikey has shown that he can score as well. And uh, he, <laughs> yeah. went, he went along and scored a goal in the Leinster final, a crucial goal. And, and a point. And a point, yeah, yeah, and a point as well. So I think, you know, it's, it'll be tit for tat, I think, in that battle again. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Clare actually do with Tony Kelly. Would they put him straight in full forward and force Kilkenny's hand as in looking at Hugh Lawler and see what will they do as in will, they just leave, will, will Kilkenny just leave Hugh on him or maybe move Mikey across on him. It'll just be interesting to see what they do in that, in that area. You touched on it as well about the about winning and the and having a having a break going into the matches and the margins are so fine at this level, Brendan. When you look at it, uh, like pocket a ball away, Kenny or eight points up in that match. Mark said the form and training is brilliant and everything, but the margins are so fine that yeah. Kenny that goal didn't go in. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, people are looking and saying, "What happened to Kenny? Yeah. They lost a seven or eight point lead, etc., etc., etc." There's a whole different mindset now going into this match um, as a result of going in as as champions. And even the Galway Tip game, some people were writing Tip off or Galway off going into the Tip game. But at the end of the day, when you, when you analyse it and boil it down, Galway were yeah. <laughs> literally a bucket of ball away from yeah. being Leinster champions. So it's yeah. it's so, so tight. And if you go from that side of the, the competition, Galway, Kilkenny, the yardstick is pointing in the direction probably of Galway and Kilkenny, even though Limerick are the team to beat in the other semi-final. Yeah, absolutely. But Galway won't fear Limerick. And last year, like I thought Galway were outstanding in the semi-final last year. I know it's not, not, not much point of being outstanding and losing the game, but I thought they were really, really good. And a tweak here, a tweak there. Um, and Limerick are under a bit of pressure. 
pressure, you know, with Hannon, if Hannon doesn't start, I mean, he's missing, and if um, and Sean Finn obviously is gone as well, under a little bit of pressure there to see who they put in centre back as well. I can't see a Gomez with, with Gomez Hayes and Hegarty <laughs> six and seven, but yeah. you never know. Yeah. I think I think on that as well, uh, Brendan, just on the Galway, I think Jason Finn has been ruled out. I think he's a huge, he's loss, a huge loss, even though yeah. even though he wasn't starting in any of the matches. Yeah, but, but he always makes a big huge impact when yeah. he comes in. Always kind of leaves you wondering as to yeah. why he hasn't started. You know, I, so I think that's a big. Uh, uh, takeaway from them tomorrow yeah. that they don't have him going into the, the last 20 minutes of that match. It's a huge day for Henry, isn't it? It's a big, big day for Henry Shevlin. Yeah, look, it is. I a lot suppose of pressure on managers. and. Yeah, look, sure. I mean, every day is, is, you know, there's pressure, I suppose. Yeah, it's a big day for Henry, but look, sure, Henry's well used to big days. I suppose, as Knight said, he was very unlucky last year. They, they did hold great. I think there was two points in that in the end, so, like, they were poking the ball in it. Yeah, and in uh, fairness to him, he felt after the Leinster final defeat that the lads really worked hard and they got to where they wanted to be to be Tipperary. He, I think, judging by his post-match interviews, he was delighted with that win over. Yeah. They were obviously, he kept him in the championship, but he really got something out of that, didn't he? Yeah, I, I personally would question how good or, or, or more to the point, how uh, average Tip were uh, yeah. that day, you know. So I think it might be a little bit difficult to read uh, how good Galway were, like, and still tip by their own admission were very, very off to mark, and still were a puck of the ball. But uh, and in the, at the end, you and know, as, so and as Niall said, the flip side Galway could have been Leinster champions. They could have, yeah. yeah. And look, look, as you says, it's tight margins, tiny things, you know. Um, but yeah, I suppose look, it's no harm to be getting the rub of the green at the right time as well, maybe. So, um, but but I think I think. Um, Galway looking at the looking at the Galway attack, I'm not not so sure. Like Connor, they seem to be very dependent on Connor. Yeah, um, Connor Whelan. Connor and like I think there's one six the last day, maybe one three the day before. I I'm not so sure he's a, a marquee forward really. And he I should have really got three six the last day. He missed. Yeah, two, he, he missed a couple missed of goals. Three, yeah. and I think I think he's more of a forward that plays off a marquee forward really. Yeah. I don't know if uh, you know. Look, I, I think I think he he lacks a bit of support up there. To be quite honest, I think. Yeah. You know. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting. They seem to have gone for size in on the half back line as well. I, uh, Dahi Burke being picked at full back as opposed to centre back. After moving out, uh, McInerney, Joseph Cooney beside him. So you, yeah. you'd wonder are they getting ready for an aerial onslaught there? Yeah, it could be. You and know. I just in relation to the Clare team, we mentioned Tony Kelly, but you know you look at the performances right throughout. They beat Limerick in the opening round the Munster. They could have beaten the second time they didn't. Mm. So the field it could be a big game in themselves. But it's not only Tony Kelly. You looked at the team like you have Galvin, uh, Rogers. We mentioned earlier on Davy Fitzgerald. He's had a great year. So oh, they yeah. have a right good few players, and, and I know collectively right around the park. But their forwards, other than Tony Kelly, they're not too bad. I know, no, no. And you thought you mentioned it there that. I'd imagine they're they were very disappointed to lose to Limerick, to lose, lose to Limerick, yeah, uh, particularly that. in the Munster final. Um, I know it's, people are saying it boils down to the free, but I think Clare should have been a head going, but going down that home straight. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, it was it was <laughs> free, but, but look, you know, they're the breaks as well. We like, you know, they, no, no, they're the breaks. They're the breaks as well. In fairness, but um, look, they they'll absolutely. Um, I think they've they'll have learned uh, an awful lot and. They're not as reliant on Tony Kelly. Um, he probably hasn't been as outstanding. He's a class act, obviously, but yeah. he hasn't been as outstanding. But um, David McInerney coming back in, he'd be a big plus. Dermot yeah. uh, Ryan is holding fantastic. The other side, he's worth two or three points every game now at this stage going yeah. forward. Um, and then in the middle of the field, I thought David Fitzgerald was outstanding. Uh, you know, in the last day against Dublin, he was running straight down the middle and creating serious overlaps there as well. Shane O'Donnell is so well suited to half forward now. Uh, he's been, you know, phenomenal out there. He works he, hard, doesn't he? He works so hard, wins the dirty ball and break on. The breaks and that, again, he has to be ready for him, really. Yeah. Um, and then he, he's a great man to carry the ball. And 
he's a low centre of gravity and more he's, often yeah, not he, he wins, he wins his free yeah, he yeah. wins he wins frees and that as well and uh, Mark Rogers look he's been scoring heavily um, yeah. he kind of flies under the radar a little bit but he's been he has been scoring heavily as well yeah. I think from a clear perspective uh, just the full back line is obviously a worry Conor Cleary is a, if he is, doesn't play is a, a huge loss um, in that area you know, particularly with TJ Rido and Cody floating around in there you know um, they're going to need him and I think that was shown in the last couple of matches as well they really struggled to get a replacement is it a direct replacement going in yeah they back? didn't change they left it late to change that didn't they they left it right to 52 or 52 yeah. minutes right, yeah, yeah. And you, you, kind of, you kind of feel yeah. for the lad as well because you yeah. know it, that yeah. can happen on any day yeah yeah, yeah there was a phenomenal amount of space in front of him in yeah. fairness but uh, yeah look he, he, he really struggled yeah. but uh Manny's a player struggling Aaron Galan and, yeah, and I think the ball Galan was getting that day was, was nearly undefendable yeah, like, you know, just put, leaving a charge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I think one, one of the forwards there just who's caught my eye this year is, is Ryan Taylor yeah. he's, he's named at wing forward but he kind of plays in the, in the corner or comes out but I think he's, he's been very effective for him you know he's, he's picking up a few scores but he seems to be a very good kind of distributor of the ball in amongst the forwards you know so I think you're dead right to think and and um, uh, the the full forward, uh, his name Peter Duggan. Peter, Peter Duggan, Duggan yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, they've they've six decent forwards, like you know. Yeah. But I think that the, where where Tony Kelly positions himself, and how Kilkenny, you know, the, uh, decide to deal with him, be it with a man marker or not, will uh, will be important, you know. Yeah. I, th- I just think of the management teams as well. I think it's a massive for both management teams, obviously, but particularly for the Clare management team. Uh, Brian Lowe makes no secret about it about what they want to do, etc. But um, you know, this is a, a massive, massive game uh, in that in that respect. Um, they've been doing very well without getting the silverware. Um, and in fairness, Kenny management beaten in the league final, uh, won the Leinster final, back in an All Ireland semi final, exactly where they want to be, and they've done a brilliant job. Uh, you know, considering obviously Brian Cody's departure, etc., etc., they've done a, a brilliant job in that front as well. But I think from the Clare management perspective, this is a this is a big one, a really, really two, big one. Two of you lads now as managers, the minor and under-20 team. Put yourself in the Derrick shoes. This is his first year. Leinster final win really has done well. Uh, probably under a little bit of pressure at the start, and that's always that's only natural because he's, he's new in. And uh, But both of you, put yourself in Derrick's shoes now for Sunday. What was that man thinking, and how will he approach this game? You know, It's, it's relatively okay. He's got great experience. He's won mm. buckets of All-Ireland medals. He's been there himself as a player. But this is huge for him as well, isn't it? We mentioned Henry earlier. It is, but it's exactly where Derek and, and all managers want to be in an All-Ireland semi-final. You know, uh, Friday night, looking forward to it on Sunday. Um, he's probably listening to you now, lads. So, yeah, be careful <laughs> what I say. No, he's, um, I'm sure he's, he's delighted with how things have gone throughout the year. It uh, doesn't take away from, from the pressure I'm sure he'll be feeling and the pressure he'll put on himself and the rest of the management team as well because, you know, they'll want to achieve and, and go the whole distance, which uh, I suppose all management teams are, are, are trying to do the whole time. But um, a lot of the pressure comes from within as well, Brendan, yeah. you know, because um, um, you're trying to push the bar the whole time, you know, and, and, and strive for to do things better the whole time. But look... I'm sure Derek is, is over the moon at where, where they are right now tonight. He has uh, the personnel. You mentioned yeah. the bench earlier. He, ha- he has the utilities. He, Absolutely. He has yeah. everything, hasn't he? Yeah. He has, but everybody is, you know, you can see that everybody's fully on board. I should expect, of course, but after the Leinster final win, the outpouring of emotion, uh, it's kind of Uncle Kenny like yeah. in, 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 in ways. It was but unbelievable, you, wasn't but it? But you could just see mm. that. Jubilation. Uh, yeah, but you yeah. could just clearly see that everybody was fully, fully in it, whether you're 33, 34, 35, yeah. or a young a new kid in the block or whatever. Everyone was fully in it together there. And uh, he, I think that. He 
it seems and all the, the vibes that come from the camp that, that the spirit is really, really good. And look, the management team can only do so much at the end of the day. It's uh, it's, it's the players as well and making sure the camp is a, a, or the camp is a happy camp and you, you, you get the feeling that it is going into this match. Yeah. Yeah. I just noticed, Mark, at the end of that match, and I know it's Kilkenny Lake and watching all the Kilkenny teams over the years, the work without the ball, the Kilkenny teams of attrition of doing, but I thought the work ethic in the last for that last move for Killian to get the goal... T- uh, they're down in the corner and the lads working yeah. so hard in the corner and to pull the ball back and Killian how far up the field he came they really burst of the gut to get that didn't they? Yeah they, they did but so I hard. suppose yeah for me like the standout thing and maybe one of the things that Derek might and should be most pleased about is that that element that has been there all through the last you know 10, 20 under Brian Cody's yeah. reign Hunger and passion didn't seem to uh, disappear yeah. in the last you know it's, it's, it's remained there and uh, you know, that's really important. It's, I suppose, what a lot of those victories in the past were built on. So um, I'm sure that Derek and the lads, the management team, are, are delighted that that has remained and they've played a, a part in keeping that there as well, of course. OK, we don't like fellas sitting on the fence. I know you lads won't, but uh, we're ju- less than 48 hours away now, uh, Niall. So what's your good feeling and what way do you see it going? Uh, we get, we'll ask you for Galway at Limerick tomorrow. It'll be Galway Limerick win? I fancy Limerick. I think Limerick will still win it. Uh, very tight, but I still think Limerick will win it. I think... Um, just their system of play, um, how, do you, how well they use the ball, I think is really, really good. The movement off the ball, etc., etc. I think it's really, really good. I think Galway, uh, Mark touched on it, they're quite reliant on, on Conor Whelan. Um, and I think the big open space in Crow Park will, will suit Limerick. If there is a day to take them, it is tomorrow, but I, I, still, fancy, I still fancy Limerick. I think they'll okay. be too strong. And moving then to Sunday. And moving to Sunday. Most very Kilkenny fellas don't go against Kilkenny anyway. So no, I, I know, I'm not going to book yeah. the, <laughs> the trend. Um, but I think it'll be very tight. I think it'll be very, very tight. I, I really do. I think, I, I know I've mentioned already, but Claire will have learned so much, I feel, from last year. And I think they'll be ultra determined not to let the same thing happen again. And um, you could see that even in the quarterfinal. Like many forget that Clare really struggled to beat Wexford in the quarterfinal last year. Uh, they were under they were under serious pressure to beat Wexford and went down at the last five, six, seven minutes. And they would have been really disappointed with that I'd imagine. And they kind of they stuttered into the semi final and really struggled in the semi final. I think I think Clare will turn up on Sunday, but so too will Kilkenny. They've been round the block, they've a great record in Ireland or Ireland semi finals and I fancy in a very tight game I fancy Kilkenny to come out on top. Okay, so now you let's go for Limerick and Kilkenny Mark. Well, yeah, I won't upset that. I'd, I'd go for Limerick. I'll, I'll go a bit further. I'd say I think Limerick will win comfortably tomorrow. I'm not convinced of Galway, to be honest. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, I'd, I'd expect Limerick to, to overcome Declan Hannon's loss and, and, and kick on. Uh, and then on, on Sunday, yeah, look, I, I'd like Nile. I think it'll be a lot closer than obviously last year. And I think Clare has something to prove. They've talked about they were tired coming into last year's game. Um, so I'd say they're in a better place. We've, we've ta- talked about their forward line, they have a lot of threats. Uh, if they have those injuries back, I think they'll be a lot more solid than they were. John Connell's loss last year upset them, but it upset them to a point that it shouldn't have really. One player I know is their, their kind of standout leader in that, but it shouldn't have, have rattled them to that. And I think there was more to it than, than John Connell's absence last year. Uh, with him back, they'll be a lot better. They'll be a lot, um, how would you say, a lot more comfortable around the field and that in, 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 in key areas. But I, th- I still think, like Niall Kilkenny will show up, they always show up. And. Uh, I think they'll be made work to the, the last minutes of the game to win it, but I would expect them to win it. Okay, and Kilkenny will want to be there in their full support as well, won't it? Because I'd say every man, woman and child from Clare will be in Croke Park on yeah. Sunday. 
Hundred percent, and uh, we're expecting a hundred thousand people over the two days. So that's right. that's, that's massive yeah. for two semi finals. And let's not forget Kilkenny and Cork and the Camogie quarter final, yeah. massive yeah, game so as well. Um, you'll be hoping yeah. that Kilkenny will kick into gear and and be and and and, and supporters will come out early to support the Camogie team as well. Uh, they've been brilliant over the years, and um, you'll be hoping to hit form at the right time on on Sunday. Um, obviously, Cork are a good strong team, and it's been, always a great battle, isn't it? It's yeah. always a great battle, and it's unusual that the two of them are meeting each other so early in the championship. Yeah. You generally you'd be saying. Kenny, Galway, Cork and one other team in the semi-finals yeah. but obviously one of the big three are going to be knocked out on Sunday and hopefully it'll be Cork <laughs> <laughs> OK so that's the story lads well listen we appreciate you calling in to see us tonight no and thanks, uh, we, we are, you're looking forward to Sunday anyway and hopefully we'll see you in Croke Park as well so thanks for your contributions thanks, tonight thanks, thanks, Bergen and Mark Dowland so thank you very much lads uh, for joining us here tonight on the preview show from Brogan's Bar here in Kilkenny City now don't go too far we're going to take a break when we come back we'll have Kieran Joyce uh, former All-Ireland winner of course with Kilkenny uh, speaking to us as well we'll also be hearing from Davy Fitzgerald Robbie Dowland We'll be having a chat with Davy Fitzgerald live from the Banner County. And we also have two tickets to give away here on site in Brogan's Bar for the game on a Sunday. And we also have two tickets to give away on our text line. We'll give you the details for that later on. If you want to follow us on our social media, Tara is looking after that for us here tonight. She's taking fantastic pictures. And uh, Mark Dowling and Niall Bergen now they're gone all over the world after that first 20 minutes here of the preview show here at Bergen's. Run 0833069696 if you'd like to wish the teams, the very best to look, the Camogie team and the Senior Hurling team for Sunday. But don't go far, we are here until 8 o'clock, live from Brogan's Bar in downtown Kilkenny. We'll take a break. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard Kilkenny's best crack, full stop. Yes, indeed, and welcome back to Brogan's. We have a few good wishes coming in, but some people are looking for the team as well. So the Kilkenny team is Owen Murphy in goal, Mikey Butler, Hugh Lawler, Tommy Walsh in the full back line, David Blanchfield, Richie Reid, Paddy Deegan in the half back line, Connor Fogarty partners Adrian Mullen in the middle of the park with Tom Phelan, Martin Keown, and John Donnelly in the half forward line. Full forward line, Billy Ryan, Greg Bally, Callan TJ Reid, Shamrocks, Ballyhead, and Owen Cody, Shamrocks, Ballyhale. The bench is Darren Brennan, Connor Delaney, Killian Buckley, Podrick Walsh, Dara Corcoran, Alan Murphy, Keen Kenny, Timmy Clifford, Walter Walsh, Richie Hogan, and Billy Drennan. So that is the team that we uh, have been given. But it uh, might be subject to one or two changes, which all big semi-finals can be. Clare line out with Aver Quilligan in goal, Adam Hogan, Connor Cleary, Rory Hayes in the full, full back line, with Dermot Ryan, John Connell, and David McInerney in the half back line. Colin Malone partners David Fitzgerald in the middle of the park. Peter Duggan, Tony Kelly, and Ryan Taylor in a very strong half forward line with Ian Galvin, Shane O'Donnell, and and Mark Rogers in the full forward line. Eamon Fowdy is the subkeeper. Aaron Shanahar, Keane Galvin, Keane Nolan, Dara Lohan, David Reedy, Patrick Crotty, Paul Flanagan, Robin Mouncey, Sedna Mori, and Shane Meehan are on the bench for the Claremont uh, on Sunday afternoon. Four o'clock, of course, live on KCLR 96 event. Best wishes to the Camogie girls and the senior hurling team on Sunday from Bridget in Main Street in Mullinavat. That's Bridget Williams, our good friend. So good evening to you, Bridget. Thanks for tuning in tonight. And the very best of luck on Sunday to Kikenny from Mary, Paul, Elaine, James, uh, fam uh, uh, sorry, I go again. The very best of luck on Sunday to Kikenny from Mary, Paul, Elaine and family and James and Jim in Callan. Hope they go all the way. So do we. And thank you very much for that. We're on 083 Now before 
before we talk to Kieran Jester or Inish Deeg, man of course, four time All Ireland winner. He famously won Man of the Match in the 2014 All Ireland final. I would have got that wrong. I thought it was 2012. But anyway, that was in a replay against Tipperary. He's laughing at me here now on the high stool here in Brogan's. And he's been a great contributor to us here in Casey Law across 2023 on the inter county season with his post match, pre match, and contributing to all our commentaries. Before we do speak to Kieran, Robbie Dowling has the details on how you can win two tickets on the Casey Law text line. I think if I'm wrong, Robbie, you tell the listeners all. No, you're dead on. Brendan, we do have two tickets to give away, so a pair of t- tickets to give away to a lucky listener. All you have to do is text your name and your address into our dinnersready.ie text or WhatsApp line. The number is, of course, 083-306-9696. So just text your name and your address into that phone line and you could be in with a chance of winning two tickets to Sunday's All-Ireland semi-final. We've got two to give away here as well, we have. We do, we've two to give away here as well, so if you're not here and you're listening in and you're close by or even further by, do pop in and you could also have a chance. And they're good tickets, I have to say, very good tickets. Well, you're sitting beside you or something. Almost it? too good, because I'm not at the match myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Robbie, that's it, so I have to just text 083-306-9696 with your name and address. Name and address, simple as that, you, you could win two anywhere. tickets. Clear anywhere, anywhere at all, anywhere at all, okay. you could win the tickets. We've got a good few names lined up for tonight. We do, very good few names, obviously you just heard from Niall Bergen and Mark Dell. We'll hear from Kieran very shortly. With Davy Fitzgerald coming up, I'm going to rush back up to the studio and do that very, very shortly. And uh, we also Sean have um, yeah Pat Holman, of course, who led uh, Ballyhill Shermocks to a fifth consecutive county title last year. Uh, Sean Walsh from Galway Bay FM to look at the Galway Limerick game, and um, hopefully a little bit later on Aidan Fogarty as well. So lots Excellent. more still to come until eight o'clock. Okay, well, Kieran is here from the Road HD. Kieran, good to see you. I know we always get to talk to you during the year, and you're a man of uh, many talents, but. Uh, <laughs> The year has come around quickly. It's a semi-final. There's one tomorrow. There's one on Sunday. So a fellas like you love this type of weekend once upon a time as a player, but now as a spectator. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I suppose it is an awful lot earlier in the year, um, which is the big change for a lot of the guys. I suppose, look, the season's been going on for the last two, three years now. So Do you like that? Um, yeah. Well, look, from my point of view with the club, yeah, you, you get a, a great run at it. Uh, a lot of the players probably coming back, they do get a clean run at the club. I suppose the old way we had it, it obviously worked as well. Um, you used to go back to your club for three or four weeks, play a couple of rounds of matches, get back into the county scene. You know, it kind of broke up the year for him. It's a lot more condensed season for him now. But look, it, it seems to be working um, on the Kilkenny side. You know, it seems to be working on, on our side with the club side. You know, probably dual counties probably will struggle a little bit more. Yeah. You know, in terms of how they space it out. The other thing people say, not that me or you will sort it out here tonight, but just in general, like when the All Ireland final was in September, it was a great buzz in all the schools. So if Kilkenny yeah. are there, you're down in the Rory, you're up in Muckalee, you're in Comer, Shamrocks, down in Bal- anywhere. Yeah. It was brilliant, and not only in the the, 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 the counties that's involved, mm. but we're losing out on that now as well, but we have to give it a chance what they've done, and it seems to be working. Some people are happy, some are not, but you've just summed it up there. You're getting plenty of time at the club also. <laughs> yeah, you are, and you're competing with other sports as well, which is probably some of the things you're highlighting there. You know, Rugby World Cup's coming up and everything like that, and obviously the club season will be going on in the background, but, you know, you want to maybe have your big stars playing, competing with that, you know, for, for, for that time of the year as well. Um, and, you know, a lot of the games are coming quick and fast you know a couple of weeks in between here and there maybe spread it out a bit more if, if they can but um, yeah look all, all we can do is. is look forward to two cracking games the weekend yeah you're looking forward to them anyway so yeah absolutely it's like deja vu I think but I think they'll be well I think one game might be similar enough but this I don't think Kilkenny Clare will be the same as last year I don't think what, what way do you think it'll be different here um, well, I think there's probably a few more strings to Clare's bow, I think, than they had last year. You know, Kilkenny, we're, we're half-time the game was over, effectively. And um, I know Mark alluded to it there, John Connell was missed for Clare. But Kilkenny got their matchup so right uh, that game. You know, um, Mikey picked up Tony Kelly and 
I think Peter Duggan was full forward and, and Hugh Lawler just, you know, just dominated there and they weren't really getting any kind of inroads um, and that. So I think, look, there's other guys there now have stepped up uh, an awful lot more for Clare this year. They're not as reliant, I suppose, on Tony Kelly. Yeah, we were saying that earlier. Even though yeah. he got 3-4 in the last game, you yeah. know, but um, as even throughout the month's championship, they weren't as reliant on him. Um, and that, I suppose the one thing with Kilkenny is, I suppose this is probably Kilkenny's strongest team we've named now for the year, I think. Because yeah. we've been chopping and changing. We, we don't know really what our strongest 15 is between injuries and that kind of thing as well. So what if the team lines out as is Yeah, the talk mentioned. comes out, the team announced this morning, which the new rule come in, the team's announced on a Friday morning, and then mm. officially Derek will tell the lads tonight, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I couldn't see too many changes, could you? No, you couldn't. Well, look, it's great to see Adrian back. Yeah, you brilliant. know, A lot of people didn't think he'd be back He's for a must year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. Um, and that. And yeah, look, uh, Richie Reid's, it's uh, very good to come back as well because I suppose last year he was he was he had a great semi final. And Croke Park know. won't face him as we were saying earlier. No, 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 it's not. And uh, it's great to see David Blanchfield retain his place as well because uh, he's been you know he's been one of the, the standout guys this well, year. He's been every yeah he's been excellent. You know um, and that so look there are a couple of positives. Tom Feeling's still there as well, and then a lot, a lot of the old guards. Uh, Mossy is is named as well. I think so. Tom has worked very hard all year. He has yeah yeah really well. he has yeah he, he showed up very well. Um, and that so and you know there's a few goals in Mossy as well I don't want to put there pressure is. on him if he's listening but he's, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a potential goal scorer yeah yeah no he, he's, he's been the goal outlet for us you, yeah. know. I know, you know he went off at the hamstring last day so hopefully all, all's good on that side um, and that so yeah look if, if we can line out our strongest team you know we're, we're going to have every every chance yeah um, in relation we'll come back to Kilkenny in a minute Galway uh, Limerick tomorrow the lads just on before you were hinting towards Limerick I know they're the team to beat and they're the champions and they've lifted the McCarthy Cup uh, plenty of times in the last number of years, but uh, mm. what way do you look at that first semi-final tomorrow? Yeah, well, look with Galway, you don't know. You know, Galway on the day could beat any any team. You know, if they all if they all show up, um, I suppose they show glimpses against Kilkenny. You know what they can do. I suppose consistency is the big thing with Galway. You know, consistency you are getting with Limerick. And I think I heard there the team was named for Limerick in terms of I think Kyle Hayes has gone back centre back. Yeah. And, Gerard Hegarty's on the other on he's the other a left wing half back, back or right half back, yeah. And then yeah. Burns. So like that's <laughs> that's a six foot five half back line that <laughs> big you know, men. yeah, big men, um, and that and they just seem to have such an impact off the bench, which I don't think Galway have the same impact. So you know, I think Limerick will probably go through the gears and they, and they probably should win comfortable enough. I think. Yeah, Sean Finn is missing there as well. Yeah, he, he has been lost. A lot of people thought, and even Keen Lynch, I suppose, hasn't showed the glimpses of you know two time hurler of the year that yeah. he, he has been. But they still just they still just get other guys to perform. They have the panel. They have they? the panel, you know. And even some of their subs that come on every every single game, the same three or four come on, they still get you five or six points in key key moments in games when there might be down a point or two, you know, that they're able to come on and, and produce. Yeah. No, Clare have done well, as we mm. know, to be where they are. And Kenny have done very well with a little bit of luck in the Leinster final. They got the straight run. We mentioned that to the lads. But what kind of a game do you think it will be here on, or what? You know what? Tactically, what way do you feel both teams will approach it? Well, I suppose Clare have gone route one a lot of Peter Duggan, and you know Peter Duggan's breaking ball down, and Clare were getting a couple of goals off that. You know, you had Rogers net running off him, and that Tony Kelly running off him. They broke the line a couple of times. They tried that last year. Kenny kind of nullified that to a certain extent. So, will they play short? Maybe they might start have to go through the lines a little bit um, more. I don't think they can go route one on Hugh Lawler. You know, the full back line is quite tidy. Um, they'll probably try and open it up a bit now last year Richie Reid sat right back and he cleaned up a lot of ball so tactics wise you know will they come out a little bit further out take scores from distance but the one thing with Clare is Clare don't have a great record in Crow Park you know like all their games this year they, they love Limerick they love the Gaelic grounds you know they're going down there and playing there but Crow Park for them the last couple of years you know they haven't really performed 
open spaces you would think a lot of their players you know they can open up and we thought last year you know the open space might suit the likes of Tony Kelly the Galvins and you know Peter Duggan it didn't, didn't you know, know. it suited, suited Kenny more so yeah. there's that element to it as well you know if Clare bring their game absolutely it, it'll be a tight it'll be a tight affair um, it'd be great for the neutrals but um, history doesn't favour for them. Ninety-seven, we mentioned you might have heard it in the car on the winners the last time in, in the yeah. championship that the, the defeat of Kilkenny. So Kilkenny's beaten them the last eight times. They have, yeah, they have. And look, the one thing is, Clare have been tested throughout the year. You know, they've had a tough monster championship coming in, and they were excellent, weren't they? Like to beat they were, in yeah. the first one, and should have beaten them as I said to the lads in the last. They game. should have won the most final. Yeah, if they t- took their scores. That's their biggest thing. Their efficiency in scoring wise is, is their is their biggest issue. And even I think against Dublin, they had they had a lot of wides as well. Yeah. You know, um, so they, they probably won't get the same space and time on the ball. Kilkenny won't give them that that. But still, from their point of view, efficiency has to be paramount. And then you know, we know they can they can match it physically. You know, Kilkenny can match it physically. So. I have a feeling first 20 minutes will be a physical game. Once it starts opening up a bit, then you'll start seeing probably the matchups in terms of who's going to pick who, how they'll play. You know, we know Kilkenny will, will probably go route, route one a lot of the time, you know, get into TJ. You know, we see how effective he was the, last the, the year. The distribution will have to be excellent, won't it? Because, you mm. know, you were saying Richie mopped up balls the last time, but when that ball goes down, when you're in Croke Park, if that's not <clears> right into the hand or right out in front of a man, mm. you can be exposed, can't you, in Croke Park? Can, such yeah. a big open space. You can. It has to be very, very good. It has to be top quality. It has to be good. And, and to be fair, Richie's a great distributor on our side, you know, um, you know, Adrian Mullins excellent as well. He'll probably be dropping back as well, sweeping yeah. up. You know, we know what Conor Fogarty can do. He's a very defensive minded. He'll probably be, you know, the extra half back there. He's dropping back like he was even doing when we were still, when I was still playing. And Adrian would probably have a license maybe to roam a bit more because you know he picks off three or four points a game. Always, yeah. Always does, and he kind of has a license to do that. And you know, drift between the two forty fives, and that'll probably be his game. Whether TJ will stay in full forward, maybe because look, there is question marks about the full back line for Clare, especially yeah. the full back. David Cleary is 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 named to start, but we don't know. Yeah. You know, John Connell is carrying a knock as well, like we heard last year. You know, deja vu again coming into it, and McInerney, I suppose, is carrying. In. You know, yeah. a lot of these guys took knocks against Dublin. There's talks around it that they're all going to start, but one or two of them mightn't be fully fit. You know, so you you'll know in the first ten minutes or a quarter of an hour of a of a semi final if you're not if you're not at the races. You know, Uncle Kenny will will look to exploit that as well. There's plenty of experience. We mentioned the lads earlier. But I didn't use the word experience, but looking to the Kilkenny bench, the shooting <coughs> experience there, but. The likes of Walter, Richie, the lads mentioned Richie. Walter Walsh could have a huge impact on this game, couldn't he? I know it said mm. Derek is going to speak to the lads tonight. This is the 15 we've been given. Yep. We don't know who's going to start on Sunday, but that's what we've been told. Yeah. But the likes of Walter Walsh could have a huge impact on this team. Big, strong, physical yeah. man, scoring forward, likes to run at defences. He can open it up as well, can't he? Mm. And, and he was a turning point against Galway. Exactly, that's my point, yeah. you know. And if Ollie's there, he probably wants to start, like everyone wants to start. Yeah. You know, but, you know, will can he set it up in terms of Wally is going to be your impact with 20 minutes to go that he comes on and he I suppose what Wally had done against Gaul we weren't breaking the half back line a couple of times the half back line got on top Wally caught one great ball he broke the line got a goal and then all of a sudden it just kind of opened up a bit more so will they have the same impact you know if you start Wally maybe not you know that that depends on on, on, on I suppose whatever sort of game plan they're going to play but absolutely you know the old guard you know Killian came on had a massive impact caught he really, three great he, balls. The talk is the goal he got, but collectively, everything yeah. he did before that, he was magic, wasn't yeah, he? He yeah, really yeah. did well. He got three or four key possessions, yeah. He, won, he, he won great primary yeah, ball. Like caught, a, caught a few great balls. And obviously, Connors is back in as well. And obviously, look, we haven't seen Richie yet. You know, yeah. we've seen Richie come on last year. You know, we've seen the impact he had. Which as Ronnie so, said, he's like Messi, or I call yeah. him Harry Potter sometimes. He could just produce magic every time, can't he? He can, yeah. And look, wh- whoever he comes on, you know, 
that marker will always have in the back of his mind oh what what could he possibly do like you know there's a bit of experience there Robbie you're chomping at the bit there you're mad for a question there for for Kieran yeah just in terms of all their semi-finals Kieran Mm. they tend to be maybe the game with most fear attached to them because obviously you don't want to miss out on the final was it tougher in the build-up to an all-earned semi-final as a player compared to a final or could you relax ahead of it maybe knowing there's not quite as much of a magnifying glass on you? Yeah, I suppose yeah, you, you, you are very conscious semi-final is the, the one thing about it is if you win Leinster you have a four-week gap well, I suppose it's four it was even longer but I suppose back when we were playing but yeah, look the same hype I suppose around all-Ireland final is not there you can probably avoid you know the media, you know, if lads don't want to listen to anything or read anything about it, you know, you can avoid a little bit, a bit, little bit easier. Um, and obviously, whatever way they want to focus, certain guys will have a certain way of, 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 um, of uh, preparation, get, get like. preparation, getting into the game. For me, it was I, I, you know, even for all Ireland's, I wouldn't watch Sunday game or the, you know, up for the match right now. I was just, I just wanted to be in the zone. I was just something else I didn't even want to talk about it I used to avoid my parents avoid my relatives even in work I used to keep my head down you know because like I just don't want to be asking questions you know, TJ asking. told me last week he used to cut the grass on the Saturday night before yeah. a final <laughs> chill out cutting the grass you know but yeah, everyone has their own routine yeah. and, uh, and look I know we, we were you know we were lucky enough we, 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 we were in a lot of All-Ireland finals the same, the same cohort of team have been have been a few All-Irelands obviously we haven't, we, haven't, yeah. Yeah, we haven't been on the right side for the last few years but there is a lot of experience there you know so they'll, they'll carry it in Look, there will be a little bit of a buzz, a little bit of excitement around, you know, sorting out tickets, whatever it is, has to be done on that side. But the same, I suppose, potential for a drain is not there that you would have an All-Ireland final than you would in a semi-final. Yeah. But the only thing is then, it's one step away. So it's that it's that, it's that, that um, mindset you have to get into yourself that, look, you have six, seven minutes away before you make an All-Ireland where you want to be from the start of the year. Uh, and on the other side of your brain, you're thinking, if we don't win there, it's all over for this year. So I think yeah, that's, that's yeah. always in the back of your mind in the semi-final. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, knock out, knock out Knock out hurling, yeah. Knock yeah. out hurling. Robbie, um, I know we're heading towards the news at the top of the hour, Darren. You, you have another question for Kieran. You want to tell the listeners about her great quiz as well and her ticket giveaway also? Yeah, just to say that we are giving those tickets away. Keep your texts coming in. There's loads and loads coming in. Dinner's ready. .ie text or WhatsApp line. 83 306-9696 is the number. Just your name and address is all that's needed and you'll be put in to the pot with a chance to win those tickets. Kieran, just in relation to this specific match, player coming into this and it feels as though maybe they're in a similar situation to Galway that if they were to lose it would be a sign of maybe progress halting for them and that they haven't taken that extra step compared to last year mm-hmm. and then you compare that with Kilkenny who maybe are seeing the exact same path towards a final as they did last year yeah. do you feel as though that will be beneficial for Kilkenny and detrimental for Clare? Um, I, I suppose look with Derry coming in a lot of people are saying you know how would year one go I suppose look and I know the lads alluded to it earlier, you know, when the Leinster final looked like it was like a watershed moment for that management, I suppose they got the monkey off the back, you know, they won Bob O'Keefe in year one, you know, silverware, you move on to the semi-final, you know, you can, you can structure your way, like, you know, the likes of the management there, Michael Rice, Derek and all them, you know, they've been in that process before. You win Leinster, easiest route, avoid the qualifiers, you have your four or five week build-up, you know, you can build it, you can go away on your training camp, you can build up, you can look after lads. So they want to do it the, the simple way. You know, going into the qualifiers is not, is not an easy route. You know, and, we, and you know, it's, it's, it's a hard route. So they won that way. From their point of view, you know, they've achieved what they wanted to achieve. The one thing with Kilkenny is, I suppose, we, we haven't seen them fully tested yet. You know, Gaul, we, we, they, at times they showed, you know, what they can do and 
look, they peg back a lead on us. You know, that's that's probably the one thing that we haven't probably seen this team fully tested yet. You know, how are we going to be under serious pressure? Yeah. You know, granted we won the Leinster final, and, and you know, in a in a in a extra time kind of moment, but sustained, you know, throughout the game, you know, how how will that go? You know, because we have thrown away big leads this year. You a, big, it's, a big score is going to be needed soon, isn't it? I know that I would, hurling yeah. in, in relation to the last few years, the scoring ratio has gone up, but a big, yeah. a big score is Big really score is going to be needed, needed yeah. yeah. Now, the one good thing is Kilkenny are getting goals this year. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have an eye for goal. You know, Massey and, and Owen have an eye for goal. You know, we all know what TJ can do. So, you know, they want to get goals. So, I would assume, you know, two or three goals either side will be will be probably seen, what even though in the backs don't want to say that. What, will win at a total of 36 points or something around there? Ah, oh, sure, maybe... I don't know. That's two twenty-eight, maybe. Yeah you're, yeah, you're nearly there. It's twenty-four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, I, I think so. For Clare, I suppose they were here last year. The disappointment of going up there, you know, being beaten by twelve points. They'll have a chip on their shoulder coming up. You yeah. know, Kilkenny won't have the same chip, but there's a lot of experience there. Kilkenny have been here before. They'll want to make the All Ireland. You know, they'll probably want to face, let it be Limerick or Galway, make that final again, and and try and you know. Break, break the break the monkey on the back for us, I suppose, in, in terms of winning Lee McCarthy, because you know it's been a few years for us. Okay, well, Kieran, you're looking forward to taking your head into Croker. Are, are yeah. you working with the media? No, I'm not. No, you're going to sit in the soft, <laughs> the soft seats and have a bit of crack with the, the Roaring Stig boys. I will, of course. Okay, so I did ask the lads earlier on. I think I might have asked you earlier uh, yeah. on. Is that you're you're going for Kilkenny? Yeah. Kilkenny and Limerick. Kilkenny and Limerick. That's All Ireland a, again. Yeah. Right, well, listen. Thanks Round very much two. for joining us tonight. Have you final word from Robbie? No, did he win Just the tickets? Though, yeah. What's it like winning man in a match and not earning final? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, so sure, that was that was a re. Was oh, it twenty fourteen? Twenty fourteen, the replay, replay wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a replay. Yeah. So, because yeah. I remember as we were trying to we were celebrating, it came out, and I think there was a hawk or something like that involved. Because I think one of the sponsors, Etihad, or that's one right, Etihad. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. So it was a kind of a weird kind of thing. But sure, look, it was there was no kind of Sunday game right after we came home, straight home. Did you get a free flight to Abu Dhabi? No. Yeah, I never used it. Never used it, did you know? Yeah, Robbie. Club season clashes with that, yeah, you know. Free holiday to Abu Dhabi and he didn't go. You only came into that team and didn't start the final, didn't you? Yeah, didn't start. No, didn't start. We lost to a Galway match. No, we drew a goal or something. Drew a tip. Lost my position against Galway. No, in Lens Championship. Yeah. And then I didn't play that. And obviously then the Hawkeye helped us there with... With that bubble free, it was at the time. Yeah, and yeah, that that lined it up for myself. And I think it was Pori came in in the final, then changed it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. so the replay, sorry, so. And you could have went all the way across the world and went down to see the brother then in Australia. It was only across the road, and you never yeah. bothered going. No, well, yeah, he wasn't know. there at the time. He wasn't there at the time, no, was no. he not? <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a few years now, like. Yes, yes. Tipping on a bit, tipping <laughs> on a bit. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, pleasure to talk to you tonight, and thanks for joining us, and thanks for everything during the year. And I'm sure we'll be meeting up again before the years, and let's hope it is a Kilkenny win on Sunday, Kieran. And thanks Absolutely. very much for joining us today. Thanks, Brendan. Thank you. Thanks, Kieran. That was Kieran. I think we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back after that here in Brogan's in Marble City. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop. When they defeated James Stevens in the final and the Shamrocks then went on to claim the Leinster title before defeating Ballygunner and then Dunloy on their way to a third All-Ireland title from their last four attempts. So good evening, Pat. You're very welcome. The years are skipping by. It's only like the other day you were minor manager and now you're manager of the best uh, hurling club uh, in the country in the last few years and, and since 1979, I suppose, they've been phenomenal. So well done and great success. The last time I spoke to you, it was a very happy time in Croke Park. 
Yeah, uh, as you mentioned, uh, with Kieran there, 2014, that was obviously the year and a big year for Kieran. And uh, it's funny, I had I was involved with the intermediate team for a number of years, and Kieran played on two winning All Irelands without those teams. So I suppose not to diverse, but I think that's a real loss of a competition, a real loss of a grade. Huge number of Kilkenny players came through that grade, and it was a real way of keeping. I see the under 20s finishing at the moment and, and sort of moving back to their clubs. You know, I think there's a real a loss of a grade there to keep players involved at a high level. And uh, it's just scary to see that, that, that the year slip by that quick. Uh, flying by the yeah, well, well done. You had a great year, Pat. And we're looking forward to what could be a fantastic weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, just, just talking to a few, obviously, about hurling. Uh, nothing new there. But I think... Um, I don't think anybody in the media has really grabbed the, the, the Munster versus Leinster piece here. I think that's massive. There's been so much talk about the Munster Championship uh, and how great it is, and it is great, and great games. But now I think we have the ultimate test. We have the two best teams in Munster versus the two best teams in Leinster, and wouldn't it be unbelievable to get a Kilkenny-Galway final? Certainly would. I hope the wind in Croke Park is not as strong as it is in Kilkenny tonight. No, Alan O'Reilly was not predicting this to be very, very windy, but... Uh, All's going well. We spoke about the panel earlier on and the great job Derek has done so far. Probably a little bit of pressure on him on Sunday. It is an All-Ireland semi-final, as there will be for the Clare manager. But uh, all in all, Kilkenny are probably in a good place and uh, have a bit of a hoodoo over Clare, but still, there's a tough match ahead. Yeah, and just as you mentioned, the weather, I suppose we were just training there during the week and, and, and some of the guys commented it's the first time in a long number of weeks that they've had to handle a wet ball. Yeah. And it does make a difference in striking and touch. So, you know, it, the weather is a factor and you, I think there's a lot of wind forecast as well. So you could very well get a wet, windy day, which might spoil it from in certain ways, but it will be a factor. Now, what did you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just saying, what, what way would you, do you, do you actually think it will go? Like, and over, we're, we're yeah, I, I, I think there's a huge um, talk about last year's game and uh, the, the, the win for Kilkenny. I think that's irrelevant. And I think if you look back, you know, I don't have the stats, but on the league campaigns over the last five, six, ten years, Clare have been very dominant over Kilkenny in those games. You know, they're usually games where they get a run on us. They're very fast forwards, very fast midfield. They break the lines and they cause us problems. And if I had any fear, that's what I have a fear for Sunday, is that we need to win the midfield battle, I think. OK. Um, in saying that, Championship by League, they have to run over Kilkenny in the league maybe over the years. And the lads had mentioned that earlier on about provincial grounds where they're probably better. But they feel that earlier on, Niall and Mark felt that it might be a bit of an ask for Clare that it might be that little bit more difficult heading to Croke Park. And I know every team has to play in Croke Park if you're going to win in All-Ireland. And then on the other side of that, a lot of people in hurling around the country fancy Clare to go all the way in the All-Ireland this year. So that puts a bit of added pressure on the Clare as well. And people that say that are forgetting, well, they're playing Kilkenny on Sunday and Kilkenny are never far away either. Yeah, and their record in Croke Park has been poor. Yeah. I don't think they've won there since since 13 I believe or, yeah. uh, so like that is a factor and you know somewhere in your psyche you're wondering you know we got to get over this we got to do it same with the Munster final they haven't won a Munster final in 25 years plus you know so again that's a huge burden on them it I heard you on the radio earlier, Crow Park is not an issue for, for the Kilkenny boys. Yeah. That will be, hopefully, uh, something in our favour. And the fact that they probably performed so badly last year, that puts a pressure on Clare. They know they're better than that, but they have to turn up and deliver. So 12 points is a lot to lose by in Crow Park, isn't it? Yeah, but they had you know horrific wides on the day, yeah. you know injuries, Tony Kelly obviously well marshaled. So lots of things that you'd imagine that will be better 
Uh, hopefully not too much better, but they, they they will surely improve on that performance. Yeah, and Kieran, the lad said earlier as well, and we noticed from looking back at the Kilkenny team over the year, they are banging in a few goals now, which is crucial, and especially at this level of the competition. You get to a semi-final, like goals win matches, and you get two or three of them, the pressure's on the opposition straight away, whether they're early, whether they're late, and they proved it in the end, Killian's goal winning the Leinster title, but that's not the only goal Kilkenny scored during the year. They're scoring goals, and that's the moral of the story. Yeah, and that, that that's definitely an improvement this year. You know, we have been struggling to get goals you know, uh, there's lots and lots of good forwards there. And Mossy just seems to have that knack. And obviously we know that the, the Ballyhale lads are well able to hit the net as well. So there's a, there's a lot of potential up front. And Adrian is back, which is great news for Kenny. Yeah, delighted for him. Um, he's had a tough year, I suppose. You know, anyone looked at him last year, he was obviously an all-star. He was in phenomenal form with the club right through and then picked up an unfortunate hamstring injury, you know, which was worse than I suppose we initially thought. And then to come back and to pick up that serious hand injury, I'd say, you know, it's very hard for him personally, mentally, just to, to drive on. But he seems to be recovered. I've heard he's hurling well, and uh, I think his hand is good to go as well. So, you know, he's a huge player for, 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 for Kilkenny, and if he's on form, I think it'll go a long way to help us. And I think a great advantage as well, uh, you might agree with me, like the players don't let this get in on them. You know, they don't let the media get in or to talk around the county, whatever. But there's no great expectation uh, this time for Kilkenny. In the past when Kilkenny were going so well, it was expected Kilkenny will blow away whatever team to play in Croke Park. Everyone is describing these games as 50-50 at the weekend. So that kind of keeps Kilkenny people's feet firmly on the ground and Clare people's feet firmly on the ground because I believe myself is probably a 50-50. What does Pat Hoban think? Yeah, either slightly, uh, slightly in Kilkenny's favour. Right. I think uh, I'd like to see the genuine Clare team as well. You know what I mean? I know they've named their team. They didn't. They named the same team for the uh, for the previous game, and it didn't turn out that way. So, you know, I think whether whether if Conor Cleary's playing, that's a huge big factor on it. If we have our team that's named as well, I think that's a big plus in our favour. But um, you know, I suppose the fact that you've said. You know, it's 50-50. That's good and bad for Kilkenny. I'd love if it was, we were going up there absolutely confident of a win, but oh, I suppose it's a, a reality of where we are in the game at the moment. And uh, as Kieran said, we haven't won in All-Ireland since 15. That's a long time for this county. It's and, drought, um, yeah. You know, we, 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 we want to get back to be number one and going up there where teams are fearing us. Okay, they have been unlucky, I suppose, at times, but it's, it's hard to stay at the top all the time. And Limerick have come with a good team, but could it be the end of Limerick tomorrow, Pat? Uh, I wouldn't wish it on any team. I think they're a great team. I think uh, I was only talking to a, a friend of mine who has moved out foreign today, and uh, I remember going back maybe ten years, and he was telling me that he's a Wexford man, and but he said Kilkenny, <laughs> Kilkenny of hurling, Kilkenny of hurling ruined. He said, "Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's, it's too many. It's pointless. Yeah, what's yeah. the point in other teams? And it just shows you what can happen. I I be a serious uh, admirer of this Limerick team." People talk about their physicality. I admire their skill, their use of the ball, their tactics. They're a just big team as well. They, yeah, but you know they 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 will beat you whatever way you yeah. want. They're an incredible team. Yeah. But you know they're starting to show some signs of slowing down. But it's it's. Um, it might be a bit premature just yet. Yeah, and they have strength. We mentioned it earlier, Sean Finn has not started. They're missing one or two regulars. But look, that's what panels are all about. You know that as a manager. Yeah, and maybe last year even I felt, you know, they're, they're starting to slide. They don't seem to have the players coming through. And suddenly they have three or four young players who are right at the highest level, are able to step in and really, really take it on. Uh, an unusual selection, I think, if it's true, like Colin Coughlin, 
I thought was a player who would step up. Um, so it's a big personal blow to him, I'm sure, if he's not selected and to see um, Gerard Hegarty slip back to the back line. So, uh, you know, there's guys on that line who are bursting to get in. Great players, Carl O'Neill, Adam English, uh, Graham Mulcahy, who would be on probably every other team in the country. Some half back line, Dermot Burns, Kyle Hayes and Gerard Hegarty. Yeah, yeah, they're all. Uh, <laughs> they I, I, shall not. They're pass. all bigger than myself, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they're they're all able to hurl. But I think it's still a big test of growth to go back there. Um, you know, it's. I I look forward to seeing that battle because he's a fantastic hurler. But uh, I think I think he could could be got at. I think if somebody ran at him, he's inclined to foul. You know, he he can get caught on the turn. I'm just giving my honest opinion. So yeah. if I was Henry, I'd be targeting him, to be absolutely honest. Does Sean Flanagan get enough uh, coverage in, in Limerick? Because he's one of these great old-style forwards. He wins the ball out in front. He can turn left and right, and nine times out of ten, he nails it. He's a great man. No, what a, Seamus, not to... Not to oh, not, not, yeah, yeah. No, he is, he is the workhorse. And I think to appreciate uh, Seamus, you have to actually go and watch Limerick yeah. live. The movement, the running... I've seen some of the stats on him. He's playing at full forward and he's doing 10 to 12 kilometres in a match. Yeah, 10 I, to 12. Can you imagine the average cornerback running yeah. 10 or 12 kilometres? I covered a few club matches down there a few years ago and he's playing, but he's, he's, he's means of anticipation when he's playing in the game. And I always say, you'll hear about the Kyle Hayes and you'll hear about Hegarty and you'll hear about uh, Donovan and all these fellas, but he seems to be a man, Seamus Flanagan, that doesn't be talked about much, but every time you watch Limery playing, he is, nine times ten, bang, bang, over the bar, dynamite. Yeah, he did, 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 both him and, and uh, Galan, they have an unbelievable ability to hit the ball running away from the goal. It's like, until you try it or you see it done, you know, most forwards will try and take you on, they'll turn, uh, they try and get their shot away. They can run straight line away from the goal and put the ball back over their shoulder. And they're from, very accurate, Limerick, aren't they? Yeah, no, no, they, I'd love to see their training, I'd love to see what they do because, but they're brilliant forwards, but they also get brilliant ball. And, and you know, they just... Their, their timing, their patience as inside forwards. You know, so many players, and it's something I've been involved with young guys and that, and trying to get them to, to be patient. I think it's the biggest asset an inside forward can have. Yeah. Too often players, they want to come out, they want to get in front of the back, and suddenly they're 40 yards from the ball. Yeah. Whereas if you watch those guys, they're running laterally across the field. They're running all day, but they're not moving outside the 21. Find themselves good positions, yeah. Uh, Eddie and Taggy used to do a good bit of it back in the day. If you ask Taggy about that, they used to literally there wear, he here he comes, yeah. am I right Taggy, he wore teams out running across the field, absolutely. He said he can't say yes to the listeners, can't hear him, he said he can't say yes, but he will in a few minutes. Now, before we head back for Kilkenny, Claire, and before we let you go, that's Limerick and Galway we've talked about, we didn't say much about Galway, but does Pat Hope and give Galway any realistic chance tomorrow to defeat Limerick? Yeah, I've heard the previous uh, commentators um, uh, very strongly backing Limerick, and you know that's that's the obvious thing to do. I think um, I think Henry would have learned a huge amount from last year. If you remember that game, the first half they set up quite defensively, and Limerick destroyed them for the first 15 minutes of that. They changed it up. They took um, they took Limerick on, and they really went at it, and were probably unlucky in the end. If you look at the games where Clare have come at them, they've taken them on. You got to back yourself. You got to yeah. back your defenders, and I think if Galway go for it, I think I would give them a good chance. But you know, it is ultimately a 50-50 game there. But I'm going to go for Galway. Go for Galway. <laughs> there we go. He goes for Galway. Right back to Kenny and uh, Clare before we do let you go. What'll the approach be? I asked someone else earlier on. What do you think, Pat? Will the approach you that you know that's uh, one of the top club managers in the country and former inter-county underage manager? Yeah, like we, we keep using the word the matchups and stuff, and it is going to be really, really important. You know, Kilkenny 
half-back line there. I see Paddy's back at half-back. You know, I see Duggan is named as a wing forward. Will they leave him there instead of full forward? Will they put high pokeouts down on the, onto that area? We yeah. struggled there before against some of the bigger bigger teams. If I'm Derek, obviously, you know, uh, if that clear full-back line isn't what, what it's named as, they're, they have good hurlers, but they're not the tallest players. Would I target them in the air? You know, do you put TJ in around the edge of the square, get ball in? Do you get Wally in? Um, as I said, I think midfield is massive. I right. think midfield, if we, if we win midfield, I give us a really good chance. If we lose midfield... And, uh, you know, with, with, with David McInerney and the boys there, they are serious going forward and they create overlaps. They will cause us problems. And that's where Tony Kelly is at his best, coming off the shoulder, making those runs. Win midfield, uh, I think, will put us a long way into to winning the game. And a few good scores in the middle of the field is vital in, the, in modern days hurling as well, isn't it? And Absolutely. And that's, I suppose, having Adrian back gives you that as yeah. well. He can, you know, he's usually worth two or three or four points from the middle of the field. And what he does is... As, uh, as the lad said, he, his ability to cover back and cover enormous ground is, is a huge plus. Okay, you're looking forward to it, Pat? Yeah, I really am. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's it's the ultimate hurling weekend. As I said, it's it's coming probably too soon uh, in the season, but it's it's here. And uh, let's, I, I, I asked the lads, would you rather it later? I asked the lads, I know we have to give this a chance and it's got to run for the last two years, the, the way the fixtures yeah. are now. I think marginally, like, I mean, yeah. you know, being involved in the club scene, th th that's important, but... You know, even with the club scene um, as it is in the split season, you still got a lot of guys go away for the summer, yeah, etc. Which happens. they're entitled to. So, you know, you, there's probably another few weeks in it. But in defence of that, like I see with the Ballahale lads, they are hurling three six five. Like it's incredible yeah. what they can do. So it's huge demands on the intercounty player to go straight from county training season league into the club championship. But um, I think there could be a, an additional few weeks to be got out of it. Yeah. Okay, before I do let you go, you're gone for Galway in the first one, and I I think you're not going to go against Kilkenny for the second one anyway. No, and just just to see a young lad in the, in the audience there, Rory Monks, Kilkenny footballer, they're out next weekend in, the, in their campaign, and they could be playing in Crow Park uh, next Sunday week as well. So the best to look to Rory and the lads, and oh. all the Mullavat boys, okay. who beat them convincingly in the county final. And before I do let you go, there's a Muckley man might want to ask you a question here, Robbie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's mad for a question here before we do let Pat go. And we have tickets giveaway as well, folks. 083-306-9696, your name and address. It's all we need. And you have a chance of winning two tickets to sit beside Pat Hoban on Sunday. <laughs> Close down the phone. <laughs> Robbie. Yeah, Pat, I mean, you're a manager that has been used to Crow Park, particularly last year with the Shamrocks and that run in Leinster in the All-Ireland. It's mentioned a lot that Crow Park is a key component of any game. Would you agree with that or is it overstated? No, I think I think no matter how many times you, you go to Crow Park, it's, it's there's a special feeling about the place. And, uh, you know, a lot of teams do struggle when they get up there because it's it's not like any other stadium in the country. Obviously, Clare have been there. I suppose their fear is they haven't been as successful there as they would like to be. Kilkenny players, you know, it literally is a, a second home. You're, you, you know the stewards, you know everybody, you know you know every blade of grass, literally. So I think it is an advantage. It's not going to win the game for you, but it definitely isn't going to lose it. Okay. Well, listen, Pat, thanks a million for dropping in, and uh, well done on a great year, and let's hope that it, that it works out in Kilkenny's favour. And Camogie with the girls at half past one on Sunday, and uh, also with the hurlers at four o'clock live here on KCLR 96M. So we appreciate your time, and thank you very much for joining us on the match uh, preview here from Brogan's Bar. Thanks, lads. Thanks, Pat. That's Pat Hoban. Uh, give him a nice big round of applause there, lads. Thank you very much. Well done, Pat. Yeah, your lovely man got a round of applause tonight. There we are. Right, another one we're taking a break. Uh, or have we a break, Eddie? We have a break, and when we come back after the break, we'll hear our own Robbie Dowling having a chat with Davy Fitzgerald.
KCL or All-Ireland semi-final preview show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop. Now, Davy Fitzgerald is the Waterford manager. He's the last man to lead Clare to All-Ireland glory in 2013 when they defeated Cork in a replay. That's also the last time the Banner County made did a cider. Widely regarded as one of the game's greatest ever goalkeepers, Fitzgerald won All-Irelands in 95 and in 1997 with Clare before going into management. He led Waterford to the All-Ireland final in 2008 and in he is the last man to win a Munster Championship with the Dacia in 2010 and also ended Wexford's 15-year wait for a Leinster Championship when they defeated Galway in the 2019 final. Robbie is now joined by Davy on the line back in studio. So over to you, Robbie. Yes, thanks very much, Brendan. As you just said, I am joined on the line by the legend that is Davy Fitzgerald to look ahead to this weekend's All-Ireland semi-finals. Davy, thanks ever so much for joining me on the show today. A pleasure to speak to you. How about it, Robbie? Delighted. Davy, Kilkenny and Clare this Sunday, 4 o'clock. It's a mouth-watering tie. Are you excited ahead of this one as a Clare man? Yeah, like, I think Clare have probably unfinished business from last year. Um, I think they're very disappointed how they performed. Um, last year, they'll be they'll be um, mad to get out and prove a point. And, I, and it's different when they were Kilkenny under new management. And, and it's Derek's first semi-final, so... I think it adds up to being a really good game, let's be honest. And from a clear perspective, what is the thoughts going into this? Is there any sort of lingering feeling over last year's semi-final or is this just a fresh slate and you go at it hell for later? I'd say it's a bit of both, right? I'd say they're just disappointed because they know that they're a lot better than what they played last year and they were disappointed with their performance. And um, I think you can see like this year they've did pretty well at Munster um, probably will feel that they could have got over the line in the Munster final which is a disappointment you know and with Clare of course there's a combination of new players coming in and then players that you would have been in charge of of course that won that All-Ireland in 2013 the likes of Shane O'Donnell Tony Kelly do you think there's a good mixture of experience and youth within the panel I think that's the key for any panel, right, is that you have that mixture of experience and youth. I know when we won in 13, that was the key thing to us, is that mixture of youth and experience. And I think Clare have that. Um, like, and to me, that's very important. I think it's very important for Clare to get the few injured guys back that they have back in the defence. Like uh, Conor Cleary, John Conlon, David McInerney were missing the last day. They definitely need to be back, you know, um, because... Um, their defence, um, their defence needs them guys there. That's for sure. Like I think they are very, very good up front. Like they're very attack minded, and um, they'll they'll be hard to hold. And then with Kilkenny, of course, first year under Derek Ling, what have you made of them so far? Can you read an awful lot into their Leinster performances and results, or how do you see it? Yeah, listen, um, I've I've watched a lot of them, of course, played them in the league and that, and. Um, like it's a tough job for Derek to come in straight after Brian Cody. Like uh, no matter what people think or don't think, like to me, Brian Cody is the greatest manager that's ever been out there. And Derek has stepped in and done a fantastic job. That's been very honest with you. And I'm sure it is a different approach um, to what Brian had. And you know, after a length of time, maybe a different approach is good. And the boys have responded. And how you can tell that is the Leinster final. Like played very well in patches. The game has gone from them at the end, but they never give up, as typical Kilkenny don't. And they got they got they got the rewards at the end of it. So you know the one thing is, um, Kilkenny are going to fight to the end, and I can see that under Derek, like they're, they're playing firing, which is a big thing. Do you think Crow Park will suit Kilkenny more than Clare? Um, well, 
I think it'll suit Kilkenny in the fact that they've played games there, right? Play a lot there. Um, Crow Park should be good for Clare. Look at the Clare forwards. Like Shane O'Donnell, Tony Kelly, you'll have Ryan Taylor thrown in there, you know, Peter Duggan, edge of the square. Like, like Crow Park should suit Clare, being honest about it. Like, um, And these guys have won up there, a lot of them, you know, so... It'll be. I think it'll be a fifty-fifty game. Let's be honest with you. Um, I think. I think Clare won't fear Kilkenny, and probably Kilkenny won't fear Clare. You know, so it has the ingredients this year. I think of being a classic. And you've been involved in loads of All Ireland semi-finals, both as a player and a manager, Davy. Is there a different feeling, maybe an element of fear that you're not going to make it to the big day ahead of an All Ireland semi-final in comparison to the build-up to a final itself? Yeah, for me, it's the one. It's the one I hated to lose mm. as a player, as a manager, because big day with a stadium with eighty thousand people. That's what you want. Like as a manager and a player, that's that's what you want. You want them big days, you know. And then, of course, before we get on to Limerick and Galway that throws in tomorrow evening, how do you actually see Kilkenny's match with Clare going? Um, being honest, I think Clare are going to win. Um, I think. I think that they have the bit between their teeth. Uh, I think they are very hurt after the Munster final. They know it was there. And they want to go on. Like, you have a few of the clear players who are hitting the 30 mark and just over it. And they'll want um, they'll want another crack at an All-Ireland and, and that chance. But saying that, it's going to be tight. Like, I know it from my time in Wexford. Playing Kilkenny, they're never beat. Like, they're, they're always there at the end. So it's going to be a tight one. But um, naturally, being a Clare man, I'm going to go for Clare. And just a word then on the other semi-final tomorrow, Davy Limerick and Galway. It's another mouth-watering tie. How do you see that one going? Limerick's strong favourites going into it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd make them strong favourites going into it. Um, if you look at last year's semi-final, I remember looking at the first half, and I think Galway had 27 shots on target, converted 12 of them. Right, so they got a lot of them from out the field. If they're better with their shooting boots out further, they have a chance. Will the Limerick half-back line come out the field? That's going to be interesting. If they do, it, it'll mean it's exposed inside. If they don't, there's chances from outside. So, like Limerick, I suppose this year, all their games have been very tight. So they have, they've, it's taken a lot out of them and it seems like the pack is coming back to them. I think the game will be tight tomorrow. Um there's a few that Galway team that are pushing on as um, over 30 as well and they'll feel that this is their opportunity um, it's a tough game to call being honest I might just barely give it barely give it to Limerick but um, would it surprise me if Galway won definitely not and you have been involved in matches I'm sure where you're standing on the sideline and it feels bigger than other games and all Ireland semi-final is huge in itself but for Henry Shefflin of course a man that we know well here in Kilkenny do you think this is a huge game for him as Galway manager that if they were to lose it would be the exact same season as last year more or less and that they really need to try and make that step forward in his second year in charge yeah like being a manager he is completely different and I can tell yeah. you even being, being a manager now even 10 years ago like the pressure the pressure from social media the pressure from every place is incredible like um yeah, like Henry's had a stint in club, um, be it with Ballyhale, it was, it was a great club side to get. This is different gravy, and like, I think even I can see it, Henry trying different things, like he played, whether you like it or not, Carl Mannion played in the pocket the last day. Um, I can remember Henry on commenting about that when he was on RTE, I, I don't think he was a big fan of it, but it's funny, <laughs> it actually leads you to attacking way more doing that. 
you can get your 5, 6 and 7 up the field whereas the other way your 10, 11 and 12 have to come back and defend and you end up with 10 or 12 defenders a lot of the time um, I, I think Henry is actually growing all the time in that role uh, to me I think he's done pretty well that's been honest about it um, naturally for progression he'd like to get on to the All-Ireland final and he has a chance but you know what he's giving his team chances all the time like and that's all you can do as a manager is give your team that chance like very unlucky in the Leinster final very unlucky and um, Henry's not out in the field to put the ball over the bar um, which is a different thing he can only give him the platform to finish the job you know and you were a manager and a player in the midst of the great Kilkenny teams under Brian Cody in the 2000s yeah. and now obviously you're a manager in the midst of this great Limerick team where do they stand amongst the pantheon of greats do you think? Yeah, I feel like the two teams that stick out in my head that I've come across being as playing and managing um, definitely Kilkenny in that area and Limerick like I don't think there's very much between them um, the styles may be a small bit different um, but I tell you now, if the two of them in their head ever flat to the mass, it'll be some game, some game. Um, that's being honest. I, they're the two teams that would stick out by a mile to me. And just in terms of the verdict for tomorrow, you think it'll be a small victory for Limerick, but do you think it'll be, there'll be two good games, I suppose? Do you expect that this weekend? Yeah, if you look at the championship, right, if we're being totally honest about it, the four best teams are probably there. Um, right now um, I think the gap has come down I, I think if you take probably the top 6 or 7 teams I think it's going to be even tighter next year but right now the 4 teams are are the best 4 there maybe the last 2 or 3 years Limerick had a, a bit of a gap and you, you knew they were going to come through I can't say that this time they might come through and win it if you're saying right now by a pint or two Limerick maybe but do you know what Clare I believe have a chance Kilkenny and Galway will think they have a chance as well so I don't think it's an automatic choice this year, Robbie. You know what? Which is great for Hurling. And just very finally, Davey, I'm conscious that you're still the Waterford manager, of course. Just a word on that. Maybe not yeah. exactly the season that you wanted, but a really strong performance in the last game and a great result against Tipperary. That was a good way to end the year and going into 2024, wasn't it? I think the first game was actually really good too. Yeah, I think we played really well yeah. against Limerick. Like two of our four games are really good. Um, the two in the middle, we had issues. Um, and maybe the issues have gone on a few years. They're not just gone on this year, I can promise you. Um, when you look back at results over the last three or four or five years, there was a few things um, very similar that has happened. And maybe we needed to get to the bottom of them. I'm pretty confident that Watford will do all right next year. Um, I think we've we've addressed a few things. I think we've showed the potential in the last game. Because trust me, Tip were trying to get to a Munster final. They were busting themselves. Uh, but we were playing for pride. And um, I think we did that. I'm pretty happy. You're only in the job five or six months, which people forget. You have to see Everton. And the only time you really find out about players in the, is in the middle of the championship. You find out Everton. And it's a tough time to be finding out. Like, the National League is great, but you don't find out, Robbie. You don't know it. you're in the championship. Now I have a better idea. We got to see a lot of stuff. And I'm very hopeful that next year will be an OK year for Watford. They are good hurlers down there and um, hopefully the passion the fight the scrapping will come next year and very very lastly from me Davy, you mentioned there maybe the added pressure on inter-county managers now compared to when you started back with Waterford of course all the way back in 2008 you seem to still have that incredible passion and desire is it as enjoyable as it was 15 years ago with all that extra speculation and pressure uh, listen I 
love training I love dealing with the players and that'll be tough enough like from a manager are you going to keep 36 players happy not a hope I'm sure Brian Cody the most successful manager Kilkenny ever had if I asked a number of players were you happy with that I know what they'll tell me nah he was this he was that but his job is to get results any manager's job is to get results you're not going to keep every player happy that's number one number two Joe Public of course are going to have an opinion and they're entitled to their opinion. But the manager, the players are there every night. They're working like dogs. And sometimes the abuse you'll get in social media, people having opinions. They're not training the team. They're not there every night. It's no problem having them. But the pressure that they put on the manager and team is, is very tough. Compared to maybe 10 years ago, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, while you enjoy one aspect, but the other aspect is very hard, you know. And sometimes a story, someone texting something or writing something in you think it's gospel and it might be the farthest thing from the truth so once you're strong minded yourself and you can block out that stuff you, you'll probably be okay David Fitzgerald an absolute pleasure to speak to you best wishes with Watford next season and enjoy both semi-finals this weekend thanks a minute take care Watford manager Davy Fitzgerald there looking ahead to both all Ireland semi-finals this weekend back over to you at Brogan's Brendan back over to you at Brogan's Brendan Thanks very much, Robbie, and great to hear Davy on there as well. I'm sure we might see him over the weekend in Dublin. Now, we're going to take a break, and we'll have uh, Sean Walsh coming up and Aidan Taggy Fogarty on the programme here live from Brogan's. And I also want to say a big thank you to Tower and Castle Food, a cafe there. Doing a great job for us, uh, uh, Noel, isn't it? And uh, the chef is a man from India. What's his first name again? Peter, he's a legend because he's brought us in food here. And I'll tell you one thing, lads, there's a queue all the way down John Street. They're coming in for it. Massive. But anyway, Tower and Castle Food, that's the place. And thanks very much for that. Much appreciated. Now, we are going to take that break. Our final chance to win the tickets online, 083-306-9696. All you got to do is text in your name and your address. That's all we need. You can win two tickets for the match on Sunday here on KCLR 96FM. Back after this. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop. Much and very welcome back to Brogan's. Bit of a buzz around here, of course, we're building up towards the All-Ireland Semi-Final. I just want to thank our very own Tara Byrne on social media. tonight, keeping you all upgraded on... Uh, Instagram, I nearly forgot the name, but Davey mentioned social media there to Robbie on his interview there many, many times, but today, if you want to tune in and see a few of the nice photographs from Brogan's here tonight, you can. Also, a big huge thank you to Robbie Dowling, he's done a great job on putting tonight's show together, producer Eddie Hughes is on sound here tonight, and I also want to thank Mark Dowling, Niall Bergen, Kieran Joyce, Pat Hoban, uh, Davy Fitzgerald, we're hoping to squeeze in Sean Walsh, but we might be a little caught for time. If not, we'll have Sean tomorrow afternoon on Saturday. Scoreline with the lads back in studio. We're now delighted to be joined by a man that has won umpteen All-Ireland medals, and uh, he also won Dancing with the Stars. And uh, he's he's sitting here among a few stars tonight here. Inky Kenny, Aidan Taggy Fogarty, contributes brilliantly to our match commentaries over the last number of years, and he will be with us in Croke Park on Sunday. Aidan, you're looking forward to it. I am Brendan, yeah. I uh, can't wait to be honest. Uh, it's a great weekend. Uh, two of the four of the best teams actually in the country that's left. And uh, yeah, Kilkenny and Clare on Sunday. It's going to be it's going to be a cracker, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a record game. Uh, 50-50 was mentioned a lot. Davey mentioned it there on his interview, 50-50. Some of the lads said, no, maybe Kilkenny and 
the two earlier guys went for Limerick strongly, but Pat Homan has a sneaky feeling Galway could do it. So what's it and Taggy Fogarty? We look at tomorrow's semi-final first. Yeah, um, I was actually just caught the end of Pat there when he came in. Um, I, I think he's onto something, to be fair. Um, you know, I suppose this Limerick team, they have to be beaten at some stage. Whether it's going to be Saturday is a different story. Um, everything has been kind of going against them, but they're still getting over the line. Sign of a, a great team. You know, they've been winning by one-point margins. All the contrary about the social media about saying maybe they're not as going as well as they were. They had injuries, but they still won the Munster final. But in saying that, this is a different competition. Uh, Sean Finn is missing. Um, Declan Hannon is missing centre back. Keane Lynch is back. Haven't heard in a while. So they probably aren't at their best uh, coming into the semi final. And I think Galway, in one sense, the Leinster final could actually help Galway in this game. Um, and that probably a strange thing to say because they were saying if you go to the back door, you're going to play a tip, you're going to play Limerick and, and in the Ireland final. But I think it forced Henry to make big calls, big decisions. He's after dropping F- Fintan Burke, uh, he's after dropping Cooney, uh, two big, big calls. And he started young lads Fahi and Linan, and they made a big difference the last day. And it's kind of after revitalising his panel in one way. He's a stronger bench. He's young lads that came on the last day, did well. He played Tipperary, who were relatively flat, so didn't take too much out of him. Um, they could have won that by eight points, a lot, made a lot of mistakes, but created a lot of chances. And I suppose, if you're talking about Galway, the one thing that I've learned over the years in playing Galway is that there's one big game in Galway every couple of years. I won't say every year, but every couple of years they click. And if you, talk, if you even listen to Henry maybe during the interviews, if this Galway team click they could take beaten and maybe just maybe on Saturday if they click they could beat Limerick OK and before we do get into Kenny and Claire what's your memory like? Not great Brendan well, you <laughs> <laughs> Could you remember back as far as 2006 because we're going to look back on the 2006 All-Ireland semi-final between Kenny and Claire you were involved I was and I was taken off if you were correct actually <laughs> Huge ball, which is about to land down. Brian Lohan lets it drop behind him. That's a goal for Kilkenny. A goal by Kilkenny and Henry Shefflin. The ball bounced on the free by James McGarry. Lohan watched it and left it bounce. It went under his legs. And there was one man, Henry Shefflin, to blast it. Lohan hard the past David Fitzgerald. It's a throw in. It's, it's a, a throw in. in. He's overruled the decision of a penalty against Kilkenny. They still may still score a goal. The ball is there. A goal! A goal by Old McCormick. Super sub, we've had super subs in the minor game today as well, as young Callan in it to where he got the winning score, but that was a great goal there by Owen McCormick. There you are, reeling in the years. I have to thank Shane O'Keefe for that. He's a great man to reel in the years and listening back to the... Uh, that's David Burns, of course, was on commentary back in 2006. It seems like the other day, Taggy, but the old years are skipping on. Absolutely, yeah. It was a home and I, I, I was on television there on reeling in the years and I looked across at the butter and goes, well, I'm finished now, that's for sure. When you, when you see yourself on reeling in the years, it's a bad sign. But... Wait, they're coming out at half time to pick up the 25th year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not far away either. Yeah, so look, they do fly, you know, and, you know, great years, but they, they do go so quick, you know, so you have to take every opportunity. Okay, well, you're, there's a few of the lads going up there on Sunday that you have played with there's a few new kids on the block as such but it's new for Derek you have played with him but new for Derek as a manager but all collectively it's a huge day for Kilkenny a huge day yeah obviously the first year without Brian Cody going to the semi-final I think personally uh, Derek has done a fantastic job I think he's married the Kilkenny senior elder statesmen with the younger guys and uh, there was no big kind of uh, clear outs of players earlier on in the year and if you look at the bench even the last day Walter Walsh kind of looked rejuvenated Killian Buckley even without the goal played really really well coming on 
they look like they have a, a really good spirit uh, together. And then, like the likes of Blanchfield, seamlessly kind of going in. Billy Drennan got his opportunity, albeit he got injured. But uh, you know, Derek bought him on. So I think he's gelled it really, really well. And I think the Leinster final, Brendan, will bring this team on massively. You could see I've never seen uh, a manager and a team jump around now, albeit as the way the manner in which the game finished last book of the game. But they really, really enjoyed that and really, really brought that team together. They probably enjoyed the Monday night, the Sunday. Um, as well and that brings the team together and you just can't beat winning and winning with a lot of difficulties as well there's a few things shown at Derrick not so uh, just two three days before Richie Hogan's back spasmed uh, Mikey Carey was out uh, obviously Adrian Mullins he was down three or four players kind of out of nothing and he still got over the line so really really big win for him that Leinster final 12 point win last week last year rather I know it's different uh, ball game and different personnel playing in the whole lot can player improve on that they've shown in Munster that they are probably the team to beat they've beaten Limerick in the opening round they've done well on looking not to beat them later on in the, in the Munster Championship as well so the lads earlier on felt it's not going to be a 12 pointer again can can they draw that back in because Kilkenny and Croke Park are Kilkenny yeah of course um, I, look I think they will draw back in I think um, they are a better team than last year I think they were emotionally drained from the Munster final last year took so much out of them and probably skipped over Wexford barely but this year you know they came out of the dressing room that Brian Lawrence said look lads we're still in the championship uh, they gave Dublin a right beating you know so the energy is still there uh, so in terms of that I think they've learned a lot one thing that stands out for me and you mentioned the Croke Park factor is their shot selection and their conversion rate and maybe you've talked about this already you know it's still not up to scratch I, I think last year in the, in the semi-final they drove 24 wides and scored 20 points you know, so yeah. that's that's more than half. Yeah, you can't do that. And they've still been doing it. They've done it in the Munster final. Yeah. Do you know they they should have put Limerick away. They had they, bad wides at the end of that Munster final. Bad wides. Yeah. That free shouldn't even been talked about because it should have been. Should have been three scores away. just before that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then you talk about Croke Park. It's so much harder to score in Croke Park. It's a bigger field. There's a bit of a swirl. The stands. Everything is just. It's, it's just a harder field to play on in terms of taking scores. And with Kilkenny being so ravenous, put them under pressure. Will they be able to bring down the conversion rates and bring it down to actually just not driving that many wides? I'm not so sure. Okay. We did ask the lads earlier on as well. I know Robbie and the boys have been working on this game over the week. Like, what way will Kenny... I asked Pat earlier on as well. What in your... As a man that's played all, and won all your all-earns with Kenny, what kind of an approach will they have in relation to how will they start into the game or the tactically... You know, if you know any secrets, don't reveal them and let Derek out of the, the cat out of the bag. But, you know, what way will this be? You know, you, like they mentioned earlier on, you have... Two Leinster teams playing, Galba being Leinster, of course, playing two Munster teams. So the four best teams in the country are left in the championship. So how do you see it going and starting on Sunday? Yeah, no, 100%. I, I think the big thing for Kilkenny, and, and probably for Clare as well, is, is to get a good start. And we always say that, but especially for Clare. Clare need to get a good start. If they're going to beat Kilkenny, they need a good start. Not to kind of put the doubts in their heads. Not to kind of say, oh God, we're six points down already. Is it going to be like a show like last year? And from a Kilkenny point of view, I think their preparation is going to be just hit the, heart, the, the ground running. They're going to have their tactics. They're probably going to have their matchups sorted out. You know, Mikey Butler probably and Tony Kenley. Mossy Keown, starting centre forward. You'd be thinking he'd be in the full line, but I was thinking about it. Mossy Keown is a bear of a man, and John Connell also. So maybe it's a tactic. Just put him on it. Just man-mark him and let it break around you. You know, so the first 10 minutes, Brendan, there's no tactics at all. It's all good. I remember yeah. talking about 06, where we're going to mark this lad and we're going to pull out the whole thing went scatty ways first Lads 10 minutes we, we, we just hit everybody and th that, that, that's what's going to be the case it's going to be just helter skelter and it's going to be 
as much as you can, Kilkenny and Kilkenny are physical side. But I think they're going to have to try isolate, isolate that full back line of Clare. I think that's where maybe the damage can be done. And Kilkenny, albeit subtle changes, they're playing through the lines, but they're still sticking to the core factors of Kilkenny hurling and Brian Cody hurling and Derek Ling's mantra on hurling, which is honesty, the direct ball, good in the air and uh, you know, win that battle. They're the fundamentals that will never be forgotten, and that's what the Kilkenny are still doing, along with maybe defenders allowing to drift up the field. Mikey Butler, you know, we just seen them bring time up in 21, banging in a goal. Blanchfield also allow kind of go up, drift up the field. So there is a, a freedom in the players. So all that uh, together, that's what Derek has bought. So it's going to be frantic. Will they get that license to get a bit of freedom on Sunday with the likes of Kelly and these fellas around? I, I, look, Mikey Butler, you'd imagine, is going to be detailed to Kelly. And they're saying if Kelly goes out to midfield, will Mikey Butler go with him? I think he will. Right. I think Mikey Butler is so comfortable. You've seen him, he's up in the full forward line the last day. And he actually stayed there up there for another look. He's looking for another score. And we were telling him to get back. But he scored 1 1, didn't he? He scored 1 1, you know. So like, I'd be proud of that if he was a, a corner forward. Never mind a corner back. So look, I, I think he will follow him. Um, I think certain lads will have certain duties. But you have to, you, you, can't, you can't tell a, a lad just to stay in one position. You have to give him the freedom. Yeah. You know, and that's how you talk to him. And Derek's very good to talk to him as in, this is your job, but I'm not telling you to just stand like a statue. You know, Blanchfield, you can see it in him. He's, he's mad to get up the field a small bit and take a score, which is good because that'll make the Clare side think, right, I have to actually mark this man or, or, or close him down. Yeah. The work ethic is huge. That's, I think, what I'm picking up what you're saying there. That's, yeah, it's look, all about work rate. Look, it is. And it's, it's a cliche. It's, it's easy at all. If you want, obviously, there's tactics and there will be tactics. And, you know, you imagine TJ will be coming out, floating around, leaving two inside. They'll be switching in and out because that's just the way the game has gone. No one's going to stand their own ground. But if you look at the end of the matches and if you look at managers, what to talk about, it's the stats of most hooks, most blocks, most tackles won. Generally, Brendan, they're the teams that win the game. Yeah, certainly are. Robbie, you want to ask a Taggy a question? Yeah, Taggy, just in terms of we were listening there to the 06 semi-final and of course that was probably the start of the great Kilkenny team that you were involved in obviously the first year of the four in a row but this particular Kilkenny team are coming in off the back of eight years without an All-Ireland title obviously most of the players wouldn't have been involved eight years ago when that started but does that come into the thinking at all as a player or can, do you just put that to the side or is it added pressure for them? No, as a player, it doesn't really, uh, to be honest, Robbie. Uh, I think maybe managers might sit down or like the likes of ourselves will have a chat about it and wonder what, what's gone right or what's gone wrong. Um, I suppose in, in that era, we have to face it, Limerick came on an absolutely fantastic team yeah. and are a brilliant team. And if Limerick win this All-Ireland, I think it'll be one of the best All-Irelands that will ever be won. You know, that, that, that monster competition, point for point, the pressure they're under, and if they come out on top and, and win it, it it'll be some feat. Uh, but from a Kilkenny's point of view, yes, they're in, I think, the semi-final since 2018, every one of them since. Um, you know, yeah. So they have been competing, but they have been coming up against a great team. So it doesn't, as a player, it doesn't. Every, I suppose maybe one or two years in a row, Kilkenny be looking at their Ireland last year and maybe picking up points on that. But they, they don't look too far beyond that. And they use that for motivation more so than, than, than analysis. Okay, well, we're going to take a break in a minute, but uh, again, tonight we're here at Brogan's Bar and Yark, Kenny's best crack full stop. And a huge thank to Dave McCormack, manager here tonight, for looking after us with the hospitality. Thanks very much, Dave. Very much appreciated. And uh, again, thank you to Tower and Castle Food, their cafe, Noel, and the staff there looking after us. And Peter, the chef, uh, number one chef in Kenny now, Peter. There you are, Peter, getting the vote there, all the way from India. Good man yourself. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, Robbie will be announcing the winner of the tickets, and we'll be wrapping up the show with Aidan. Taggy Fogarty, who's speaking to us here, with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yarka Kenny's best crack and full stop. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Show with thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop.
Okay, welcome back to Brogan's Bar and Yard. I'm joined by a Lachlan's man here, Dave. He's the manager here at Brogan's. Dave, thanks very much. Great hospitality night, lovely food. The lads dropped it in there as well. And fine setting. I was here several times before. Never live with the radio, but thanks for everything tonight. Ah, oh, no problem at all. Look, we're we're delighted with uh, hosting, obviously tagging the guys as well. And look, hopefully come Sunday we'll we'll be on the better side of things as well. Okay, business is good. Yeah, look, it's look, Kilkenny is uh, that town as well that needs good hospitality. So we're we're happy to be able to give our own hospitality here, and it's very different to what everyone gives. But um, look, we're as I said, full, all crack, full stop. All crack, full stop. But I like your logo. That's very good. All crack, full stop. So no more to be said. It's all great crack in, in Brogans. Yeah, simple as. Yeah, look, we're we're trying to do something different. Like we said, uh, we've made, we've gone a good bit of work over over the last couple of weeks now, trying trying to do it different. Um, so look, it's hopefully it pays off. Okay, and if anyone wants to come in and see the match on Sunday, I'm sure you'll look after them as well. Oh, absolutely. Look, we'll have plenty of screens and, and plenty of live action here, so more, more than just a match anyways. <laughs> I suppose your two favourite players in the team are Mikey Butler, Hugh Lawler and Paddy Deegan, the first, your famous three, yeah? Well, I suppose I, I'm not being biased, but I suppose I have to say that, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Give Dave a nice big round of applause for having us here tonight. Thanks very much, Dave. Uh, no worries at all. Thanks very much, guys. No at all. There we are. He didn't mention you, Taggy, but anyway, good to, no. good to, good to see him. We're, we're being look, well looked after here, uh, fed and watered. Yeah, deadly, yeah. There's a mountain of food here, and uh, it's a great spot in Ferris. Okay, well, we're not too far out now, Taggy. First semi-final tomorrow, Kilkenny, of course, on Sunday, so um, squeaky bum time, I suppose, but uh, everyone has prepared well. We have been given the team. Might be subject to one or two changes, but onwards and upwards now for everybody. That's it, yeah. Onwards and upwards. Uh, massive weekend ahead, and uh, I suppose the old cliche: semi-finals are there for winning. And uh, no, it's in one sense a stupid comment because every game is there for winning. But really, a semi-final, you get nothing if you lose it. It's a, just a, such a damn squid because yeah, you, Davey, you, Davey said that to Robbie earlier on. It's the one where yeah. you know. He, you have to win or you're just gone. You, you're just gone and you're kind of sitting two weeks' time and you're going, God, we could have been there, you yeah. know. And you miss out on the build-up, the suits, you know, maybe a holiday, the buzz around the county. It's all gone and you kind of have nothing. And then if you win, winner takes all. You're in, you're in, you're in the big one. It was a great year, yeah. The great thing about Kilkenny is we've always said that Kilkenny will always be at the top table. They're at the top table now on Sunday, but it's important to get to the head of the table for two weeks' time. That's it, yeah. No, we're always competing. Uh, we're always very competitive. Uh, i tell you the one thing about Kilkenny, uh, all through the years, is actually, first of all, we're a hard team to beat. And I think you go along way for a hard team to beat okay Robbie yeah um, we do have the winners of the tickets uh, first of all thanks to everybody who texted in a lot of people did uh, it is Julian Odewire from Callan so congratulations Julian we will be in touch with you shortly and of course somebody had to win who is here tonight and one person that's been here all night is Rory Monks Rory joins me now Rory congratulations you will be going to Crow Park on Sunday to watch the hurlers, but I should say as well, you're a Thomastown footballer and a Kilkenny footballer. You'll be playing in Crow Park hopefully on Sunday week, isn't that right? In the All Ireland Junior Final. It's nice all about the hurling, but I suppose we may mention the football. Yeah, we're playing London on next Friday night now in Abbottstown at quarter past seven. So, and then hopefully a final against New York or Warwickshire. So, it's the same format as last year. So, fingers crossed, the, the we'll have the two the two two trophies coming home now at the end of the month. And preparation going well for that. Preparation's going well, yeah, I know it's hard to clash with a lot of lads are hurling, you know, so some lads are out five, six nights a week, so other than that though it's going well, you know, we have a lot of new lads in, so it, it is going well. Are you bringing the football on Sunday now, would you go to half time for the kick around to get Actually, you out for the week after? If, if they let me in, I, I might, yeah, I might be like a young lad bringing his hurling helmet, you well, know. Well, very best of luck to you, well done on the tickets as well, he's here all night, is he Robbie? Yeah, here all night, he'll be up at Crow Park on Sunday. Okay, I think Taggy, the way Taggy's looking down at the food there is going to stay here all night as well. <laughs> Taggy, final word, we're just winding down, we're coming to the final few minutes, um, right, give us your... Crystal ball, you're looking into that crystal ball. What's going to happen Sunday? Yeah, I don't know about my predictions, but um, 
Um, look, I, I do think Clare are, are better side than last year. Um, are they 12 points better than Kilkenny? Um, I don't think so. I think Kilkenny uh, are just slightly a better team. I think they're more reliable. I think um, their aerial and physicality is, um, is, is a big power to them. And I think Kilkenny are very good at making tight games really, really tight and just not letting game teams get their game plan going. Because Clare will want to play the short game, play it through the lines, and Kilkenny will just hopefully just stop it, hit it and stop it at, at front and uh, not, not, not let them get it, you know, their, their game going. And I suppose if you're talking about goals, Kilkenny have been scoring goals. Um, you know, since the Antrim game, we really have been firing all cinders there. So we'll be hoping maybe one or two goals. And uh, yeah, look, I'm giving, giving Kilkenny a nod. And Crow Park, it, it's, it's, it's our second uh, hunting ground, really. Uh, we were very comfortable up there. And, you know, if there's maybe Clare playing Kilkenny in Turles, I'd have a different attitude. But I think Crow Park is a big factor. And I, I'm not too sure Clare play well up there. OK, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Taggy, you know you're doing the pre-match to half-time of the full-time with us in the commentary box. Thanks for joining us tonight and look forward to your company on Sunday. No matter, looking forward to it. Thanks to Taggy. Thanks to all our guests tonight. Mark Dowling, Niall Bergen, Kieran Joyce, Pat Hoban, Aidan Fogarty, uh, David Fitzgerald. And you will hear from Sean Walsh of Galway Bay tomorrow afternoon. Tara on social media, Tara DeBurn, Robbie Dowling, our producer, Eddie Hughes on sound, to David here at David Brogan's Bar, and also to Noel and all the team at Tower and Castle Cafe and Food for looking after us tonight. Thanks to Brogan's Bar, with thanks to them, Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack and full stop, and congratulations to all our ticket winners. Best of luck, Kilkenny, Camogie and Hurlers. We'll talk to you from Croker on Sunday. The KCLR All-Ireland Semi-Final Preview Show. With thanks to Brogan's Bar and Yard, Kilkenny's best crack, full stop.